recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Zed Games. My name's Hazel. In the studio with me are... Maylee. And... Caroline. We got a jam-packed show tonight. We got news. And later on in the night, we got a review. Oh, do we? From you, Caroline. What? Sitting right in front of me of Disco Elysium. A game that's been out for a while, but, you know, we got some thoughts. Don't we? Uh, At least one. At least one. (laughs) I've internalized some thoughts. Yeah. That's a reference to the game. <laughs> I'll explain later. I'm so excited to hear. Well, first up, we got the news from our friend, Paul. Yay! Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Beep boop, it's news time. Gamescom, the world's largest gaming trade show, is currently happening in Cologne, Germany. Jeff Keighley, the founder of the Game Awards and part-time Dorito King, hosted Opening Night Live to kick off the occasion, filled with two solid hours of game announcements. Kicking off the show was a game called Everywhere, headed by ex-rockstar lead Leslie Benzie, who had previously been responsible for the Grand Theft Auto series from GTA 3 through to GTA Online. The game, developed under his new studio, Build a Rocket Boy, is an ambitious open-world and multi-world multiplayer title featuring third-person action and driving that looks to have multiple visual styles and a goal of allowing player creativity. There aren't many details at this point, but it certainly looks like one to watch. Sony revealed a new controller for the PlayStation 5. The DualSense Edge wireless controller allows users to customize their button mappings, travel and dead zones, and save their setups to profiles, as well as changeable stick caps, back buttons, and stick modules. Price and release details to come later. Moonbreaker is the anticipated new title from Unknown Worlds, who were previously responsible for Subnautica. They have teamed up with popular writer Brandon Sanderson to create a fantasy tabletop-style strategy game wherein miniature figures fight it out. Embracing the theme, these figures can be custom-painted in-game with impressive fidelity. Dune Awakenings jumps aboard the sandworm of popularity that has burst from the earth of the recent film series. This survival MMO is developed by the team at Funcom Oslo, who brought us Conan Exiles. Do you remember 1988's cult film Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Well, the executive producer of the Friday the 13th game certainly does, as they're now heading the development of a Dead by Daylight-style multiplayer game using the IP. In a unique combination, the game will see three players taking the role of the killer clowns and seven players as the humans trying to survive. The last reveal of the night was the re-reveal of the long-delayed and troubled Dead Island 2, which is now on its third developer, and at this point, is far enough along for the announcement to include a polished 10-minute gameplay segment. The colourful open-world zombie FPS based in sunny Los Angeles has a release date of February 3, 2023. There were many other reveals, however, including details for New Tales from the Borderlands, Under the Waves, Return to Monkey Island, Atlas Fallen, The Outlast Trials, The Callisto Protocol, and the Pinocchio Souls-like Life of P, along with many others. To check out the full lineup, you can find a link on the Zed Games Facebook page. 
Bungie also held a showcase detailing upcoming Destiny 2 details, including the new expansion Lightfall, which takes us to the previously hidden neon city on Neptune, Neo Luna. To help explore the new metropolitan environment, players will get Destiny's equivalent of a grappling hook. There were many other details for upcoming content and user experience in the showcase, and included an upcoming crossover with Fortnite. Check out the details on the Zed Games Facebook page. Project Cars 1 and 2 will be delisted later this year, as the car and track licensing deals expire. Those who own the game will be unaffected, but if you are hoping to pick them up sometime, your chance is limited. The games will be removed from sale on October 3rd and September 21st, respectively. Sony has confirmed via Twitter that the PlayStation VR 2 will release early in 2023. The price point is still under wrap. In upcoming game releases, August 26 sees Pac-Man World Repack for PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms, Switch and PC, and Soul Hackers 2 for PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms, and PC. August 31st brings us Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC, Immortality for Xbox Series X and S, PC, iOS and Android, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection for PlayStation consoles, Xbox consoles, Switch and PC, and Tinykin for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. Beep boop, that's this week in gaming news. Thank you, Paul. Um, I'm just going to upfront apologize to all of our listeners who do not play Destiny 2, because that's all I can talk about for right now. The upcoming crossover event with Fortnite uh, allows you to play as Zavala in Fortnite. Beep boop. And uh, <laughs> it's very... Boop beep. It's very upsetting to me. On, on so many levels, but... Um, what upsets you about that? Level? I'm really enjoying this meme that my brother sent me, which is just a picture of Zavala in Fortnite, and the quote, whether we wanted it or not, we've stepped into a war with the squad at Tilted Towers. So let's get to taking out their command, one by one. Goku. From what I can gather, he commands the Hidden Leaf Village from an Imperial Star Destroyer outside of Greasy Grove. Thanks. Um, I hate it. That might be the worst thing I've ever seen. Ready um, Player One is becoming reality through and Fortnite. And it's all in Fortnite. Yeah. I think I think it's and beautiful Scott is in there. its own way. I think it's, it, it's collecting these things. It's. I, I tried playing Fortnite once for about 30 minutes, and at the time I had a really crappy laptop, and I w- it was so laggy that I just could not play. And I was like, that's enough. Not, not the playing the game. I'd take, yeah. it, I'd take it or leave it, but just the phenomenon of it it's certainly gaining something to mass. observe one day it will grow too big for itself and Im- implode upon itself become in some non fortnite destiny news <laughs> though the new expansion they showed it off and there's grappling hooks there's grappling hooks hmm a new way to fling like, yourself into the abyss the game already has so many movement options and grappling hooks like <laughs> i might buy it I might. Just for the grappling hooks. Mm. Caroline's looking at me like that because they know that I'll buy it. I, I know you'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hello? now, there's a lot to talk about this week because Gamescom opening night live just happened. We, we heard a bit about it in the news, but like there were a lot of things announced just now. And I want to talk about some of them. Do you want to talk about some of them? Um, no, no, actually. No. All right, get out. <laughs> Um, the Subnautica developers are making a new game, 
and Whoa. they just showed it off. It's called Moonbreaker. Um, that was the one in the news that you heard where they were talking about minis that you can paint in-game. <gasps> it's yes. some kind of tabletop board game thing. Uh, it sounds really cool. Will there still be ocean horrors in the board game game? <laughs> Maybe miniature ones that you can paint. Ooh. That sounds fun. That does sound fun. Yeah. Sounds a lot less terrifying than the Subnautica games. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm sure I know a lot of people who will enjoy virtually painting minis instead of having to spend mm -hmm. money on real minis and real paint. Yeah. But then you can smell the paint in real life. It doesn't <laughs> smell <laughs> good. <laughs> You don't get that. Please don't advocate huffing paint I'm not saying huffing it. I'm saying uh, the ambiance. The ambiance. It sets the scene. Our entire scene, house smells like mood. paint right now. I don't want to smell it anymore. But what if it was a pink and sparkly paint? It all smells like paint. <laughs> no. It doesn't smell pink and sparkly. It should. It doesn't. It should, though. It does. <laughs> but it should. But it doesn't. <laughs> um... Paul, I think, desperately wants us to talk about the fact that there is a Killer Clowns from Out of Space, Out of Space, uh, game coming up that is Dead by Daylight style, but with ten players and three of them are killers. Are the killers it seems clowns? it seems unmatched. It seems unmatched because if you take Dead by Daylight's formula, that's a one v four. So if you've got three killers, I mean, you should the, therefore need twelve survivors. Maybe the difference in power is is maybe changed, clowns aren't know? as powerful. Yeah, maybe clowns aren't as powerful as Pyramid Head. Yeah, he's in there, right? Pyramid Head is in there for some reason. Yeah, thick Pyramid Head. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to sneak up on you, but the clap of his butt cheeks keeps uh. alerting the um the civilians. The, the survivors? The survivors. survivors. Um, the survivors. Sony souls. announced some new hardware. Um, mm -hmm. The PlayStation VR 2 is coming eventually. Early 2023. That's that, a while away. That doesn't exist. Yeah, 2023 doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And it won't until February. No. Maybe not even what? until like halfway through March. It won't I don't exist, think it won't either exist in my brain. I don't think you know how time works. No, it's, see, know, because like, it'll be February before I remember that it's 2023. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really feel like a new year. Well, there's until a it's trick you could just, like, make the switch before it's 2023, so you have time to adapt. Oh, my God. Start Advanced. saying it's 2023 in November, and but everyone then, else is like, But mm. I, my birthday's in November, and if I start no saying birthday. it's 2023, no then, then I skip a year. Immortality. I'd be... 20... That's the secret to immortality. I'm not saying my age on air. <laughs> <laughs> She's 32. Okay. I, that's a lie. I don't believe you. <laughs> um, everywhere seems kind of interesting. Like, it's GTA in the multiverse, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of multiverses going around, apparently. That's, that's what's in multiverses. Yeah. Wow. We got bored of regular universes. It's now too it's all narrow. multiverses. Now. now everything has to be infinite and impossible and some other words. That makes me tired. <gasps> there oh. was a game that's announced that I want to shout out. Yeah? Shout it loud. Scream uh, at the top of I'm your not lungs. Gonna, I'm not going to do that. It'll peak. It'll be very bad. Move like a meter away from the mic and scream it. There's a new... Tales from the Borderlands game coming out, and I'm very excited. Tales from the Borderlands, yeah. It's called 
new Tales from the Borderlands. Whoa. It's a very creative title. Um, new Nintendo 3 games. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a game I thoroughly enjoyed, and since Telltale went under, thought that would be the last of it, but not. Nah. Yeah. Are they, like, they're back now. They're making more games. It's not being done by Telltale. It's being done okay. by Gearbox. Okay. They've huh. taken... Oh. Because it's Borderlands. They've yeah. Did they, like... I don't know how I feel about Gearbox making a Tales game. <laughs> I, I'm... Did they loot the corpse I'm interested. Uh, I mean, it's their property. Tell- yeah. They gave they- it to Telltale, Telltale, and I... They took it back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that um, makes sense. They basically just didn't like make a new deal when Telltale came back. I'm not. But is it in like the Telltale style? I um, mean, it's supposed to be a sequel to. It the- is. It is a choose your own adventure narrative game rather than mm. a typical Borderlands game. I don't know if it'll be exactly the same as Telltale does it. it mm. You know, there's other studios that's new. Things. Yeah, there could be a good chance to branch out into a new direction rather than the um the same old telltale sort of yeah flavor. Um I, I I'm worried, you know, cuz it's it's a new game, new characters, new studio making it's it. It's new. But it's new tales I from just, the Borderlands. I just love it. Mm. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Nice. And I thought it would never ever happen. They showed off some other stuff. Yeah. Ooh, some stuff. There were new trailers for Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> uh, which I'm the, obligated um, to talk about. Th- that's the... Um, make you talk The about Legends it. Arceus Pokemon... <laughs> no. ...flavoured Sonic game, yeah? It's the open world Sonic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's increasingly looking more Sonic and less a clone of other open world games. Mm. Um, the gameplay that they're showing is much more just like 3D Sonic, but in an open world. There's a lot more like, you know, jumping, running puzzles, that kind of thing. The big bad is a small cyborg child, I think. I feel like, I feel like they have to, why, why hasn't there been a villain that's like a snail or a slug? I feel like that. They've all been animals. No, but has there been a snail or a slug? I don't think so. Or a turtle? Like, why not? I feel like there needs to be a really slow villain that just wants I everyone mean, to slow down. Vector's a crocodile, but he's a friend. It's not that slow. We gotta go slow. Crocodiles are slow, but if they want to be, they can be very fast. Eggman's pretty slow. <laughs> he's just fat. <laughs> <laughs> are we fat shaming Eggman? I, I, I am too. I'm also slow. He's beautiful. <laughs> he's a beautiful man. But he is not a turtle or a snail or a slug. He, he could just, be. He just misses his wife. Okay. See? <laughs> All right. We support along. Eggman. We're moving along. <laughs> we have a game to talk about. A video game, even. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I'm excited. Um, Caroline. Yo. What the hell is a Disco Elysium? It's a game. Okay. It was a game. It still is a game. Does the name mean anything? I'm sure it is, but I've forgotten. Okay. It's also one... At some point, you can open... Help some youths open a a dance club type thing with some sort of weird music, and you get I to... I love helping the youths. It's great. It's great. One of them's called Egghead. What? It's not his actual name, but... Huh. Okay. He's... Well... To the maximum! Very like that. Okay. 
Who's the who's the main guy in Disco Elysium? Well, you play as you don't know at first because you wake up. You're a weird dude. You're just wearing your underpants and you've obviously just woken up from a bender. That's pretty weird. Yes. And you don't you don't know who you are because you have obliterated yourself. Okay. And so we've all been there. Oh yeah. And I don't think I've been there so far that I forgot who I am. <laughs> no, we've all been <laughs> I've there. Myself. We've all been there. It's like you you don't know your name, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know where you are. You've even forgotten the concept of money and just other basic things. So part of the game is figuring out who you were, who you are, who you used to be, and who you want to be going forward. Because you can go back to the drinking and the drugs and just being a terrible person. Or you can be like, eh, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Or you can be, I'm going to be a superstar. That is one of the things you can be. Well, think you are. I want to be a superstar. Or you can be a hobo cop as well. Uh, you sleep okay. in the trash and that's one of the ways of getting a game over. From sleeping in the trash? Yes. You just die of trash disease? I don't think you die of trash disease. I think you just get shamed by everyone for sleeping in the trash so much that I didn't you actually... Get that's so death. sad. Possibly. You get shamed to death. What Basically, you have to pay at first. You've got to pay your debts off for wrecking your room and then pay to stay there. And you can try and get out of it by sleeping in the trash. But I think the game says, no, no, you can't do that. Well, yeah, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. So, basically, Disco Elysium was released October 2019. It's on pretty much every platform. It's a role-playing game, urban fantasy, detective fiction, film noir-inspired. Uh, developed and published by... Zaum? Zaum? I don't Zaum. know. Zaum? Zaum. It's spelled Z-A slash U-M. Yes. And we've chosen to interpret that a lot of different ways. Zoom. 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 Um, um, yes. It's a very visually interesting game. Yes, it takes a lot from like sort of 70s cop movie things, I think. Very, you know, gritty and um, not particularly politically correct in some areas, but I think it's poking fun at that. It's... I'm not very smart. A lot of the political stuff goes over my head, but I still manage to enjoy it. So, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's very text-based. It's narrated beautifully. There's a bunch of different voices for different things, like your lizard brain and your nervous system. Oh, I love they that. They have voices. So you're, you can talk to your tie as well. You what? Talk to your, your tie also talks to you, and depending on what skills you have, can you start into, like, not hearing voices? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, you don't put points in certain things and then you won't hear the voices of your tie, of the city, the wind of the city. You don't put points city. into tie. No, tie isn't really. You can unequip the tie. Oh, I, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> Is there a reason why you're hearing all these voices? Is that you're part real, of the narrative? You're real messed up. You're just drunk? Also, 
You're still, not drunk. You are. What's wrong with you? So many things. You're on the edge of a heart attack at all times. If you take. But if I was on the edge of a heart attack, I wouldn't hear my tie talking to me. There's a lot of like, sumer, almost supernatural stuff, sort of on the fringes of the game, and some okay. of it. You don't know if it's you hallucinating or if there's real, really supernatural stuff that you're tapping into, like. I managed to hallucinate speaking to the dead body of who I was trying to solve, solve the murder to. And some of the stuff he said turned out to be pretty accurate in some roundabout way eventually. Hmm. But also, you could just be insane. And it's never... Uh, you get to go cryptid hunting. Oh, that's fun. I didn't find any cryptids, though. Oh. What do you Can do okay, in the game? Yeah. So basically, sorry. It turns <laughs> out you're a policeman. A cop. And Ew. you are there because Boo. there's been a murder. There's just been a man lynched in a tree for three days. And they left him there for three days? Yeah, you came along and you just had a bender, apparently. And then um, your partner for the story, Kim Kitsuragi, shows up. He is an actually very professional sort policeman. And he is your partner for the game. The um the straight man to your shenanigans, Crazy. yes. And you have to solve this murder. But it's more complicated than it seems because there's so many things in play. There's a union, there's some other political stuff. Basically it's a powder keg and this this murder is the thing that's thrown a match in it and you're trying to lessen the damage as much much as you can. It's very much a game where there was this big revolution like years ago and anything big and heroic has already been done. You're living in like a torn out shell of a city and you're just trying to make it, make it through. Make it as best as you can, but you can't do much because you're just a policeman. You're not the hero of the story, really. There's no heroes in the story. There's no bad guys really in the story. There's just, you know, people. And Is it them. depressing? That sounds depressing. Um, a little bit of depressing, but it's also about finding the hope in things. And okay. like, you'll see a seagull, and you'll be like, "I relate spiritually to the seagull," and then that'll heal some morale. Oh, I love finding the weird things that'll I... heal heal your morale. Like, I was kind to a bin. Mm -hmm. I was like, "There, there, bin," instead of kicking it, and that healed my morale. Oh, there's two things: you have morale and health. You lose all your health and you have a heart attack and die. Uh, you lose all your morale, you kind of go a bit crazy and quit being a police officer. And there's a few like special uh, context sensitive deaths and morale losses. Like the trash that... death. Yes. Although I'm still not sure that's a death. One thing I have heard about the game is that it's possible to die in the tutorial. Yes, I've done that. I got on purpose? No, I oh. did not do it on purpose. I Oh, uh, I got half half an hour in. This was my first time. I hadn't saved cuz I was like, yeah, I don't need to save. Um I was examining the body. I was talking to this feral little red-headed child and he called me a slur and I got so depressed I quit being a cop and got a game over. So Wow. <laughs> I, um I've heard you can even like 
die putting your tie on or something at the very beginning. You trying you're trying to get your tie from a ceiling fan and you can mess it up so bad that if you don't have any healing items, you can just die instantly. Or you can die by turning the lights on because you've got a hangover. This used to be a thing in RPGs was like they will let you build your character wrong in mm. such a way that you will you would just will not be able to progress. This is there's like an homage to that, but funny. Yes, yes. Some people on the internet find it very frustrating and just annoying, but I think it's hilarious. It's what made me like stick with the game. I was just like, oh, I somehow managed to die. Ha! It was funny to me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And yeah, you also build your character by when you level up, you get skill points. And there are 20, 24 skills? 25? That's all the skills that exist in um, real life. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you put points in them and that allows you to pass skill checks. There's two types of skill checks, a red check and a white check. White checks can be restarted if you talk to a certain person or if you level up the skill check if you fail it. Red checks you can only try once. Unless you save the game and reload it a bunch of times like I did for some of them. But sometimes you don't want to pass a skill check. Why not? Because you're a dumb so-and-so and you don't know anything. <laughs> That's and so mean. At one point, I came up to two guys who were playing bowls and my, um, he was just like, I'm going to join in. And so I rolled a check. I passed. And he's like, clearly I know what to do. This is shot put. And he just yeeted the ball into the sea and the two men were very annoyed with me. Oh. I reloaded that save because I was like, oh, I don't yeah, want to do that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so sometimes failing them is a good thing. The story will still progress. Interesting most things of will the happen. Time. Interest just, uh, 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 uh. Interesting things will happen. And apparently if you put, if your skills are too high, they will take over. They will, I've lost my words. Like you won't have a choice. Normally you have dialogue choices. And apparently if you have, like have one particular skill that is higher than the rest to a certain degree it will just take over oh you just so, don't get an option anymore yeah it's like yeah you put all your points into uh i don't know romance there's no romance okay what? that's um, definitely one of the 24 oh, skills in real life can i say a swear to t say one of the best lines in the game that i managed to do while trying to um chat up a woman you can, can bleep it okay we can't bleep it. You can bleep it with your mouth. I want to do <laughs> bleep with you. Okay. And the bleep was an F. And it was oh glorious. That's fun. That was me failing a skill check to be I thought I think you were saying, I want to do sex <laughs> with you. And no, that didn't sound so no. silly. And the lady was just like, say that again. He's like, I want to have sex with you. And she's like, no, 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 no. That's not what you said. <laughs> say it again. I want to do bleep with you. And she found it extremely amusing. Did it work? No, absolutely Damn. not. I don't think it would have worked to begin with. Well, it work on some I people. think that's enough Disco Elysium. But our, our dear friend Paul has shared his thoughts on the game Ooh. with us in a little pre-recorded bit that I have not listened to. So I've we not listened to it either. Are going to hear that now? I'm scared. Let's go. <laughs> Disco Elysium by Zaum. I tried to punch a child who was making fun of me, 
that I missed and the kid laughed and I literally died from my loss of confidence. 10 out of 10. 12 out of 10 after the final cut patch came out. Buy it twice on every platform. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Oh, I didn't even talk about the homosexual. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Now, it's time for us to say goodnight. Goodnight. It's been a banger of a show. I don't want to. It's been something. You can't make me. I mean, we can go to the bar afterwards. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time.